0: Welcome back to the Talking Walls podcast. I am your host, Matt Cooper, and today we're joined alongside Dave as a party. Dave, how are you, mate?
1: Very well, thank you, mate. Very well. How are we? Yeah, yeah, we're all good. How was your birthday? It was all right, yeah. Apart from the match, but I said on the um, on the reaction, bad match or crap match. Good night out. And yeah, it was a, it was a decent night out to be fair. So, mm. yeah,
0: you were you had had a few too many, didn't you? A few too many fosters.
1: Oh, mate, I was on the. Uh, on the old Corona, without the virus, obviously. Uh, the virus. <laughs>
0: yeah, went
1: went to, uh, <clears throat> was it B at 1? Went to B at 1 and I said to my Get mate, it. what are you drinking It's Corona? I was like, oh, go on then. So I just on Coronas all night and it didn't end when, well when I got home, unfortunately. Do you not feel
0: a bit gassy after drinking those all night? I'll move on to a short vodka lime soda. Uh,
1: no, I was all right, to be fair. I had a few of the old um, tequila rows in between. Uh, oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, but that's probably what opened it, to be fair. <laughs>
0: Yeah. How much would I it one? About nine quid. Oh mate,
1: four shots, eighteen pound fifty. 50
0: yeah. a... Jesus Christ. I don't no. think. I don't
1: think. Good it's... job I didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who paid? Pay everyone pay else my yeah,
1: A few people, a few different people got involved. Few so... fans. Yeah. Few fans. Yeah. No of fans. On Saturday, unfortunately.
0: No yeah. fans. Yeah. No. No fans. <laughs> yeah. I, I I someone... a neutral venue in it. I had someone, a woman, point me in the chest. and went, "Matt Cooper bites," and I didn't really know oh, what to really. say. <laughs> yes. Hi, hi. I went, yeah. "Yes, hi." You know what to say. <laughs> Welcome back, Jude, yeah. to the podcast as well. Jude, where have you been? What have you been up to? Fill everyone in and tell us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the um,
2: I did the transfer special tonight. I was out in Tel Aviv, and then the last sort of I can't think, Super Bowl party last. Was that last week or the week before? I can't remember. Yeah, last, week. Super Bowl, no, last week was Super Bowl. The week before I was snoozing clients, as you put it on the pod, in London. not you,
0: were,
2: uh, you? I was, yeah. No, it's right. Yeah, yeah, snoozing yeah. Week the week before Mamma
0: like. Mia. Mama mia Not
2: snoozing. Yeah, snoozing. I mean, smoo- yeah, yeah. yeah Mamma Mia, was like, honestly, it's not good, is it? Like, Monday nights have become like the new Saturday. Um, but yeah, it's just been that. I've been sorting out my wedding as well, which has been uh, all fun and games. Which we're not
0: invited
2: to. You are invited. <laughs> Justify. just the, pie. Oh, just the right, pie, Well, well, you've got to make this. Yeah, I was the venue out there now. Venue very much
0: limited. No, no, we won't want to come anymore. anyway
2: anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the, part, the party for uh, back home has been booked in uh, the Aspirin Bridge North. So, March oh, 2023. Invites in the post. 20, 24 or 23 24 Yeah. I oh, made, I sorry, oh, Christ. Yeah, no. So, yeah. Here, next, already, then. Yeah. yeah, No, next year we'll be partying. So there you go. Okay. So that's where, that's been me,
0: mate. There you go. That well, sounds good. That's we'll been, we'll definitely coming. be there if there's a if there's a party, um, in, that's UK based. Yeah. If, uh, if, no, I mean, no that's for, uh, Antigua. No. Uh, no. Well, we weren't invited to Antigua, and I feel like we might be cutting it <laughs> <bit> short.
2: Man, <laughs> we'll uh, have to
0: so get so long old.
1: Pay for our flights out there, mate. <laughs> yeah. If, maybe get. Maybe get. Yeah. Be, yeah. Can you download
2: did the it wedding? Yeah. I was actually I was actually playing in Antigua, which I don't know whether you meant to be to or not, but I did actually pick some teams when I was out there. Let's just say it's a British
0: mm-hmm. colony, so it's fine. Or was, should have said. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, there you go, then. What else have you been up to, Jory. Anything anything to write home about? Just, this is, no. I'm just asking. Just curious. I feel like I've not spoken to you in ages.
2: No, not, not a lot, really. You know? it's like I say, the wedding's been like all time consuming. Work's been busy. Obviously, I had a sing-song at Mamma Mia, which I, I spoke about with transfer. Mm. uh special been out to tel aviv went to watch maccabee tel aviv
0: Mm.
2: uh which was quite fun Watch watched them win four 0 with the ultras that was nice
0: um are they they like the old goal pack or are they (laughs)
2: less less flags that too less
0: flags (laughs) (laughs) on on my camera jord i don't know if it's just my resolution but it looks like you're wearing a do-rag yeah it looks like oh, it's, nice. exact- it's just a
1: perfect tail, I
0: know. It's just just yeah. so sharp.
2: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going for it. um scouse looking at straight lines. Yeah.
1: That's very. <laughs> nice. Ready for them
2: to fall away.
0: How often do you have your haircut, George?
2: Um, usually every fortnight, and then I've, I've got to go to a, a barber over in Aldrinford now, and they do the old uh, nose wax in your... Oh, That's when you door, know you're and, getting and old. There. Yeah, so get know, honestly, yeah, it's uh, it's an eye waterer, but it's uh, it's good. I get a hot towel. I get I get all sorts. Honestly, I love it over there.
0: It's Happy like little, little sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sorry, where's his barbers again? Just so we can. <laughs> where's that? <laughs> yeah. is that? Is yeah. that Swimford based? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right now up, we've got so. the input um, important stuff out the way. <laughs> Let's <laughs> cast our minds back to Saturday, Dave. Wolves versus Bournemouth. I don't know how mm. how you felt about it, Dave, coming into it, but I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Wolves were gonna were gonna win this game.
1: Yeah, it, it's happened so often this season where, you'd be like, Wolves have done well the last couple of weeks. Sod's law, we turn up and we have a stinker, and it's sort of gone our way a little bit. Like the Southampton game, I thought, you know, after beating Liverpool, Nathan Jones's comments, I thought oh, it's gonna be, you know, Sod's law. I mean, we didn't. We got the win. I was really hoping that going into the Bournemouth game that we should have enough to beat them, um, but it was it was poor. It was just Wolves of twenty twenty two, wasn't it? Really, really disappointing. Slow b- atmosphere again was really low and dry. Um, and just didn't didn't really get going at all. To be honest, first half were okay in spells, but second half, you know, despite having a lot of the ball, just so so poor, frustrating to watch.
0: Hmm. George, what did you think? No, Lamina, matinho came in. I was. On reflection, uh, the, the most sensible thing to do, or do you think Joe uh, Gomez could have come in? I think
2: he got the. I think, and again, I'm not going to. I know people have been quite hypercritical for me about this whole performance and the defeat against Bournemouth. I'm not going to be too. I, I'm not that, you know, that verse, like, you know, that it's like shocking and all this sort of stuff. But I think, I think Lopateki got the team wrong to start off with, and I think he got his subs wrong as well throughout the game. And I think that's probably the first time since. He's been Wolves manager we can even sort of semi-question sort of what he's doing. Um, obviously, he knows better than all us lot. Uh, but I thought, you know, Moutinho for me now is a player um, that will come on and see out a game for you. I don't feel very confident with him starting, especially in that advanced role as well. I know he can do a job for you, but it's just, it doesn't fill you much confidence really. When you've got Bournemouth at home, again people have been you know thinking it was a foregone conclusion i feel like we could have set up more aggressively than what we did with the starting eleven as well i just think martinho heading up that sort of well in the number 10 role sort of limits you a little bit um so yeah i wasn't i wasn't too happy with, well i wasn't too just too happy with the selection but at the same time we won the last two games and sort of just trust the process of you know mm. we should still get the three points with what was i on the pitch
0: yeah they first half, I didn't think it was that bad. I felt like we controlled the game. We created a, a a few chances. Everyone around me in the north bank thought that it was it was terrible and they didn't create any chances. But I, I don't think it was as as bad as people as as has just said that as people are, are making out. Really?
1: No, I thought the first half was all right and sort of went into it at half-time thinking, carry on like that we should, we should surely will get a goal. Got in behind a couple of the uh, times. really test the goalkeeper probably as much as we would have wanted to but you know I think again you look at the the corner stats I think we'd had six or seven in the first half alone um Adama picked up some half decent spaces um but I think uh unfortunately that was just the plan throughout probably until Adama came off the pitch let's find Adama and see what he can do um which I think limits limits us a little bit at times but with what he, with the tools that he had and the players he had in front of him, I thought you you know he did a half decent job. I think like you going back to what you said about the selection there, Jordan, I think, uh, and I'm sure we'll speak a lot more about Cunha throughout the video. But I think if you maybe played Cunha in behind a striker or on, or on the wing, and you played Diego Costa or Raheem Jimenez up front, I think you've actually got someone for Adama to aim his crosses at. There, he was getting into nice positions out wide, but once again, just absolutely no nobody to aim at. So. Was frustrating. I thought, you know, yeah, first half was half decent. I think it's if we played somebody like, I don't know, like Newcastle this weekend and lost out. I don't think, you know, the reaction would be so bad. But I think it's when other results have gone against us and we've given three points to what we will still call a relegation rival. That's probably what's most frustrating for people.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a game that we should have won for sure, and it's a game that we could have easily won, really. But, George, what did you what did you make of the first half? Did you think it was as as bad as, as and as doom as doom and gloom as people made out. Yes, we didn't score, but I still felt we created a, quite created a few chances.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd, like I say, I really, I've seen some stinking takes on social media, like like you do most weeks, mm. anyway. Like people, I think people are too like react to me, like people get too high and too low from like good and bad with like results. But I thought the performance was fine. I think that was a far better performance than we've seen. You know in other games we've had this season and you know I think looking at stats and stuff I, I saw that we've had like 40 we had 40 touches in the opposition box which is the most outside the top 6 teams and, yeah, and you know 14, like, isn't the it? other 14 yeah. in the pages is call isn't it yeah and like we've, got, we've gone games this season where we've had barely had 4 touches in the opposition box let alone 40 and sometimes with football it just doesn't happen it just doesn't go your way and I think you know like I can't really fault anything in that first half I, I, I thought we played you know, we could have played better. We've played okay. We've created enough chances. I think, you know, yeah, we should have gone in a, in the lead. But it's it's one of those things that I don't think at half-time I was thinking, oh, we're in trouble here. Like, this is bad. We need to change anything up, really. I just thought he was just doing more of the same, like Dave said, and the, the goal should come.
0: Dave, I don't know about you, but I would just think it's that, that. That attacking three is, I mean, half, well, two-thirds of it is still new to the, to the Premier League. So far in the feet, but I just think they'd lack a bit of um decisiveness. And when they get into good areas, like can you go into a couple of good areas? It's just hesitancy. You just need someone who's gonna make a decision and 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 have a shot or or to stop hesitating. Because there was a couple of times there where we where we where we, we could have probably created something, but does that, that last decision was was wrong?
1: Yeah, the confidence in front of goal at the minute is is obviously still not there. Couldn't you like I'm sure, I think I said it on the uh, on the match reaction. It's clearly it's, it's clear that there's a good footballer there, but it's just not. He's not a number nine. He's not going to. It's unfair on us to be relying on him to score the goals to to help keep us in the Premier League. Um, I'd like to see him have a have a roll out wide or even in behind as a, as a second striker. But is that his hesita- his hesita- hesitancy? Or uh-huh, uh-huh. You even see it with Diego Costa as well. Um, I think even the game against Southampton was a perfect example. A couple of the times where the ball came into towards him, I think Palace away, was he had a couple of chances similar as He's well. He's had a lot
0: of chances, so, to be fair. Yeah, yeah it
1: it's just that confidence in front of a goal, getting a player and thinking, right, I'm going to test the goalkeeper here because I know we talk about the shots on time. The only clear opportunity I can remember us really testing Neto in that game was Neves from outside of the area towards the end of the match. But other than that, I can't remember any proper good opportunities where I think we should have done better. There, it's still, still not getting the ball enough in the right sort of areas.
0: Yeah, well, you know, forty touches in the opposition half, the uh, opposition area, as as George said, which is a hoist out of um, every other team outside the traditional big six. But it's again, it's it's still the right ter- that territory. But yeah, because yeah. like it's it was it was just there was no kind of cutting edge to it. It was.
1: It was, it was once or twice, and I think one of the instances, somebody in the comments or whatever, correct me if I'm wrong, it led to their goal where we hesitated on the edge of the box. I think Martino picked up the ball, had a couple of decent, ch- ch- um, you know, uh, touches, and he could have so easily struck the ball and tested Neto, but in the end, he almost, like, hesitated and tried to lay it back off for Neves, and that's when we lost it, and they went down the other end and scored the goal. Just hmm. things like that, just test the goalkeeper, unless it's a clear... Op- you know, instruction by Lopetegui to try and work the ball into the box rather than you know trying to test the goalkeeper. Then there's no excuse for it, really. No, get any yeah. sort of space, and we know Maticio can hit them, but he just doesn't do it often enough.
0: No, it, it it is frustrating in that final third, but I just think it it's not joined up, is it? Like I, I think with not it probably gives you more flexibility in terms of fluidity, Jordan across that three, whereas Costa is. Saying that when Costa came on, he was like drifting out wide, and it just again it wasn't it wasn't joined up. And then you, you bring Costa and Jimenez off and take Adama off. It's all you've now got two focal points, and the only bloke who can beat a man and put a ball in the box is now off. But I don't know. Do you think that's what Laporteague trying to get that front three to be fluid? Because we know Adama can't do it. So what what's the thinking? I think I think he I think long term that is the plan. And when we got kunya
2: I think I said that point, like, he's not going to get you 15 goals. I don't think he'll get you 15 goals a season in the Premier League. And no. he sort of reminds me of what I'd seen uh, more so of his tape when he was in the Bundesliga. A little bit like Bob, like Roberto Firmino, sort of, he'll be the one that'll be link your. But then you've got, you know, as Liverpool, they've got Dad Salah and Mane for many years running in behind. And that's no. what made Firmino look like a better player. So I think that is what he wants to do. I feel like for me, with Adama, Again, like I've said it before on here, like I think that the way the modern modern football now has gone into way of like rather than having substitutes on the bench because there are weaker players in the first level almost having finishers on the bench, I, I still feel I prefer Adama coming off the bench than starting a game. But I do feel like his recent form probably meant he should be starting this game on the weekend. Um and I know sarabi has been taking a few petals, which is what I'm I'd quite interested to hear both your thoughts on it really as well with Sarabia, like I think he's a very good footballer. My my reservation with Sarabia is like with any sort of winger or number ten, if you want to call him that, that comes outside the Premier League interleague is the ones that are most effective usually have like a, a, a turn of pace about them. Explosive about them. Yeah. And like there's no, I can't remember many wingers coming into the league and like tearing it up who lack that like burst of pace, as it were. You know, like Anthony came in the summer, then he was like a big transfer fee. Hasn't done a lot. So Jaden Sancho's another one who's been suffering. I think he's like, he hasn't got Rick Rohr in pace, but mm. he, on the weekend he played in the 10, he looked loads better. That's why I think Sarabia sort of lacks to be playing out wide. I'd rather see Sarabia inside in in that sort of number 10 role. And then maybe, like say, couldn't you go out to the wings? But I don't know what you guys think about Sarabia, but I think it's been really... I think Wolves fans love a scapegoat and it seems like well, for whatever reason this weekend he's been the scapegoat.
0: I'd pass over to you, Dave, 1st like to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I think the thing with Sarabi is that I think a lot of the play came through him, I thought, especially in the first half. Um, and that's when there weren't runners or the moves breaking down. I think it did reflect quite badly on him. I, I Again, I mentioned it on the... Um, on the reaction I thought I expected a little bit more from him so far I thought he w- wasn't at his best or wasn't at the level he, he could have been on Saturday but then on the flip side of that I think he could have a very quiet game but still produce good opportunities and I think he was involved in four good opportunities on on Saturday I know somebody put a comment about it on you know saying opinions and so on that, that he thought Sarabia had a really good game, whilst on the flip side, my reaction was that I didn't think he played brilliantly. So I think, again, it, it's not putting him in the right position. I think as a number 10, he would be better. Um, almost playing that role that Martinho is now. But I don't know. I, I think that's, as a winger, I want somebody to have that bit of pace to try and beat a man, where Sarabia, Sarabia technically is fantastic, but physically probably isn't quite there. Um where where possibly a Premier League winger should be. not saying they all need to be lightning quick. Um, But, yeah, just need a little bit more from him, I think. I think
2: he's got a profile. Sorry, Matt, I was going to say. Like, for me,
1: the only player that I can sort of compare him to in, like,
2: modern Premier League history is, like, one matter. In terms of, I feel like he's got, I think he's got, I think he can open, I think he'll create stuff out of nothing for you. I think his first touch is incredible. He's got a good left foot. But Matter was never blessed with pace, and he still had a good career. Just finding that right position for him um, at Wolves, and yeah, I've, people writing him off after the weekend. I just it ain't it stinks for me. Like uh, you know, people are actually literally going as far. You can say he's had a bad game, but people are saying, "Oh, he's shit. He's this. He's that." It's like, oh, come on. We've seen far worse down there. Sorry, Matt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just. I, his most fruitful season was at Sporting, wasn't it? What couple of couple of seasons ago now? In terms of last year, like, it was. Goal-
2: yeah, last year. Was, was it last day, year? Yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, goal getting in returns. I'm just having a look at, at him on who scored and looking at, at positions. And he played... I, it, I know, obviously, with who scored, you take it with a pinch of salt. But 20 out of his 27 games in the league, he played through the middle. It's was, either was a number 10 or was a centre forward. So... And, and that's where the best of his, his, his returns are. So, George, I think, I think you might be onto something there. But, again, it's like... We've got real good squad depth, but balance it's it feels a it feels a little bit samey.
2: Yeah, well it, it has for some time though, like you know, yeah. in terms of we've we swap for even under know we swapped wingers out, didn't we? And it was always almost like you swap in the same sort of profile for the s other than who I think is one of a kind. One of a kind and he can't be replicated. Even with Neto at the start of the because he was playing off the right. He was ineffective, wasn't he? Like we yeah. said, like you know, he was very ineffective and sort of we just had to. we have got a lot of similar profile of player and like realistically what we need and what people are screaming out for in the comments and any Wolves fan is you want a natural goal scorer and we you know they they cost a lot of money in the transfer market unfortunately yeah. and if you know and you know if you, I think Raul was that for until the injury um, but we, we we didn't buy Raul as a natural goal scorer he wasn't he wasn't prolific before he came to us we just sort of found a system and a, and it sort of looked out on him a little bit to be honest. Well, he never yeah.
0: really had a chance though did he to be fair like his goals no, to no, games no. ratio was good but he was never you know for Benfica he wasn't their wasn't their star man he just if, you know he came to England and, he, and it just worked yeah
2: and but... I just yeah, we are screaming out for number nine aren't we that, that's but I mean there's probably well, probably every team in the Premier League other than Man City are screaming out for one at the minute
0: yeah I, I do like Kunio though like you can tell he's a an intelligent player, but it's just, at the minute, it just doesn't seem to be working. It didn't at Southampton, it didn't yesterday. Um Liverpool, maybe a bit more so. But again, that was calamitous defending from Liverpool, so that always helps. But moving on to the second half, Jensen Bournemouth scored in their first and only shot on target. Uh, Dave, disappointing one to, to concede, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and like I said, it came from our opportunity, where our own opportunity down near the other end of the pitch. So um they counter really well, though Bournemouth, to be fair. I thought I thought throughout the game, you know, especially towards the end when they were on the look, they're still. It's not like they've parked eleven men behind the 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 ball for the rest of the match. You know, they actually still tried to play, and even in the dying moments of the game, you know, they were still trying to push walls a little bit. So, and that's why I think, unfortunately, we've probably hit Bournemouth where they. are Almost trying to hit, you know, change the way they're playing, possibly could hit a decent runner form against Newcastle last weekend. You know, they played, you know, they actually tried to attack and play quite well. And the Bournemouth fans said on the preview before that they were just parking the bus and that's why they were losing matches. But at Newcastle, they actually got in their faces a little bit. And I thought they did that against us, albeit, you know, with a little bit of a time wasting in the dark arts and so on, which frustrated me. But um, yeah, it was it was frustrating one to concede, especially so early in the in the second half as well. You, you mentioned
0: there about the time wasting and stuff, Dave. We got for me, we got managed out of the game, and I know you yeah. said on the on the, uh, on the review, the rev- review, the review, that the referee needs to get a almost clamp down on it. But how do they do it? Because you can't you can't book someone for going down, can you? Like it's it's so frustrating, and we do it, but. It's, it's for us to try and force a way through the game and just try and work around that kind of, that kind yeah. of uh, black magic.
1: We, you know, we've done it before. You know, I think for me, men- obviously I mentioned it on the reaction. I think that was a little bit reactionary, uh, believe it or not. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was just frustrating because I think the referee, to be honest though, I thought they were doing it in the first half as well. Neto was taking yeah, an were. age with his goal yeah. kicks. and. Maybe it's just a little bit of inexperience from the referee because I don't think he's—he's he's not a referee that I'm too familiar with, to be honest. Um, where if, if it was Jared Gillett, I think he would have had a—he would have had a field day on Saturday. But yeah, I think it is. They just, when you're desperate and you know fighting for points, especially when you won the look, I think they just did what they had to do. Um obviously, it worked and got them the three points.
0: I think they were good value for the three points, to be honest. I thought second after were better than us, and come up with one bit of quality which we couldn't do, and and scored. Um, but, George, in terms of the bigger picture, it wasn't a great re- uh, great weekend for Wolves because of all the all the results going, well, m- majority of the results going against us. Do you think that the, uh, the, the some of the reaction on Twitter where it's end of the world is uh, a little bit, what Dave said there, a little bit uh, heat at the moment reactionary?
2: Yeah, 100%. And that's what I think, you know, the reason why we are where we are in the league is because we are still a little bit inconsistent. Like, Lopatek is still trying to work out... His best 11. I still think he, he hasn't got a clue what to do with Nunes. I don't think Nunes has got a clue what with what to do with himself, to be honest with you at the minute. Um, that's a big problem at the moment. Obviously, Gio Gomez is probably someone he sees being a starter when he gets up to match fitness. Obviously, Lamina was out the weekend. Um, I just think these games happen every now and again in football. Like, we conceded with the only shot against us on target. Um, a bit of a sucker punch. Bournemouth were well worth the three points after that. We didn't do enough to win the game. I think that people saying, oh, we're going down now is, like I say, just pony. Like, granted, you know, we, we lost on the weekend. Bournemouth got three points closer to us. But we've, we've seen enough. Like, I mean, Lopetegui, he's in his eight Premier League games, we've won 50% of the games he's been in. Like, that's incredible for a team that are struggling at the moment in the Premier League. You know what I mean? So, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, we're going to have these hiccups and we're going to have these little bumps in the road. I think hmm. at the end of the day, really, like I said, I think a few weeks ago on the podcast, like wh- whether we come 12th or 17th now, it doesn't really matter. The season's been a bit of a write-off because how we started. stopping the Premier League and just d- don't matter. Just f- focus on next season.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, like I said, it's not going to be plain sailing. We're still trying to search for a bit more Confidence. You mentioned about Nunes there before we before we go on to the to the, to the betmate winnings. But Dave, uh, how many times have we been to a game? and I said this bloke cannot pass a football. He's got everything. He's he's everything we've ever wanted. But my word, he's he's especially his, his switches of play, awful. I don't know how we're yeah. done at the end of that one.
1: Yeah, the one that the Adama control was phenomenal, but the pass was absolutely atrocious by Nunes. And there were it wasn't just the once you saw it against Southampton last week. He, he did a really poor pass, which led to one of their counters. Just got it's just you just gotta tidy up on that because it is just they're just poor as well. I just really, really poor. Um, but I think it didn't help him, you know, if I try and defend him a little bit, I don't think it helped him much with the lack of balance in the midfield again. I think you could tell with Miss Lamina. Um, when Boubacar, Troy was fit, I thought we played our best when it was him in the midfield three Mm. with Neves and Neves and Nunes and I think the last two games we've seen, or two or three games, you know Liverpool and the Southampton game, um, you know Lamina has been a a good player West Ham game, he came on in as well so I think we missed that a lot I've been talking over the last few podcasts about trying to balance a squad out and I thought we did that in January window, but Matino, Neves and um Nunes again was just going back to the same old and I don't think that helps us do this much favours.
0: No, I think you're right there, mate. His passing was bad, but like you said, it's it's about it's about that balance as well. And Lamina mm-hmm. looks um looks like he allows them to Neves and Nunes to maybe to play a little bit more, do what yeah, they Yeah, just to, do. to little unlock little them a little freedom. bit more. Because necause Nunes was was deeper than Neves at the weekend. Which I know yeah. he's, in that in that double pivot, but like the the Moutinho at number 10, yes, he doesn't have to press as much because it's a short, sharp movements rather than having to cover laterally. But it just it, it just doesn't work for me. But before, lads, before do we, we, go
1: on. Go sorry, on there, I'll turn, just, to finish, I just thought we were a little bit too one-dimensional because all it was was Neves coming quite deep to get the ball, or Nunes, but tended to be Neves just in front of the back four and then every time it was just trying to find Adama. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know, which is fair enough. You know, Adama is obviously a talented player, but I think we just need a little bit more than that to win football
0: matches. Yeah, especially when you are whipping it into five foot nine Sarabia at the back second time <laughs> only. So, yeah. yeah, a frustrating one. Um, the old gold pack, um, the 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 fan initiative with the to try and improve the atmosphere. Um, David, I don't know what your thoughts were from from the from the north bank. It was, I don't know, it was. I, I like what they're trying to do and they understand it and I and I back it, but I, I feel it felt like it fell on deaf ears a little bit. The flags look yellow as well. They didn't look like old gold.
1: It, well, a couple they didn't it didn't get a lot of enough publicity prior to the match, I think. Um whenever I looked for it I had to like almost go digging to, to see what was going on. Um the flags looked okay, but before the match, I saw them and then I kept peering over a, a number of times throughout the match and didn't see them again. I'm not sure whether they were meant to be flying them for the 90 minutes or, or whatever, but I think, unfortunately, for them, they picked, and it's not their fault, they have probably picked a pretty poor match to kick it off with because the match wasn't great, so the atmosphere was really drab. Um, I think if they started that at the Liverpool game and we had the same result, it would have been fantastic and people would have been talking about it a lot more, but, yeah, unfortunately, it was... a. Uh, It probably wasn't the best weekend to to start it off. but Obviously, that's
0: not their fault. Jordan, any thoughts on it? I'd I'd quite like to see a tifo rather than flags, but
2: I just think, I just think the the molly atmosphere, like a lot of people, has been struggling for some time now. And I think that that isn't. I don't even know if it's necessarily just molly. I think it might just be generally football grounds post COVID. It just seems to be different. Like the only like we said, like the the Forest away game in the Carabao Cup, it was. It was very that atmosphere was brilliant. Um but it's excitement. They're in the new you know, they're in a, they've got promoted the stuff going on. I thought they I thought the atmosphere against Liverpool at home was decent. I still don't think it was rocking. I like, mean you know we won 3-0, I don't think it was rocking by any means, but I just think we've I just think with atmosphere, performances on the pitch get you atmosphere. Flags for me aren't gonna do it. Um I don't I again, look, i I want it to work for them. I, I think it's a good initiative. I, I think singing sections, all this sort of stuff where and again I don't want to go like bloody the Arsenal wankers in the black tops and start fucking all that sort of stuff. But it's gotta be something like that, even on like drum like I don't I don't know. It's just so hard, isn't it? I do but I think the long and short of it is, is if you win football games, the atmosphere will be there and mm. we have still been very inconsistent, unfortunately at the moment. So I do hope it works for them. Um but I just don't I am not sure flags is gonna just
0: change it overnight for me. Yeah, no. But it wasn't all doom and gloom, gents, was it? And I'm looking mostly at uh, you, George. So on the bet mate pot, it was £3 in for your chance <coughs> to win the share of £300. And that was on the Saturday 3 pm kickoffs. Big congratulations to mcmocky 7 and Angela Smith68, who both came first, taking home a share of £70. Then joint third was George, Talking Wolves Jordan, who took around twenty five pounds fifty, and his burner account Mike Oxlong. They she both took out twenty five pounds. And Jordan's Mike Ox small. <laughs> 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 Mike Ox yeah, um, tiny. tiny. <laughs> um so Jordan, well done, mate. You, you you know, you're you're the best at talking wolves out of out, thanks, out mate. It means a lot, it
2: means team. a lot, Addis. Like thanks. There's a lot coming from you, no, mate. No. Um, I, not, uh, <laughs> I, I like the fact that there's that guy on uh, Twitter, Dave, who's like I draw to the Goat, uh, bet mate. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Starting yeah. to get recognised now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if we can put it on your gravestone, though, can you? All round nice guy, winning yeah, smile, decent at bet, mate. Decent at yeah. bet, mate. May he rest in peace. I don't know if it'll work. But <laughs> if it carries on, I might need to get it on the headstone. I won't lie.
0: Um, well, yeah, bet mate, bet mate cool. are doing a lot of spaces, aren't they, on Twitter first? So perhaps we should have a word, see if you can join because they do they do spaces about like tips and tricks. So, yeah, you should get involved, mate, because you, you seem you seem to be doing well. But it, George wasn't the only one who managed to get into the paid places this week, was he, Dave?
1: No, no we did all right yeah. as well, to be
0: fair. was two, two peas in the pod, both took home six pound finish on 11th, <laughs> very cozy in 11th place, yeah. but. Not bad at all. Finn was I'm, nowhere to be seen. But.
1: I'm happy with that because I completely forgot about my team before. So there were two or three of my players that didn't even start and came off the bench. No, so, it's a masterclass. the class. I know. As a party, a but yeah, if I if I if I actually had a look at the team, I might have. Uh, well, probably besides all, would have changed it for the worst. So yeah, we take it. We take
0: it. Yeah. I um I did have a have a look before and made sure some of my players were playing, but no Haaland goal. I think probably what. Yeah. Changed everyone's fortunes. Yeah, right Did right you right. have Haaland Jordan?
2: No. No, not even in my team. I had um, Enzo captain. Did you see what I mean? Like I was surprised to come third, because so I had Keper in goal. I had Dawson and uh Kilman, I think, or K- Dawson and Tomado at the back. So those are three clean sheets gone. Enzo's captain. Um but yeah, seems to you know, Enzo Fernandez is a bit of a god on that game, by the way. Like well, mm. he seems to just get points which you know you should do for a hundred odd million quid. But, yeah. He's all action, <laughs> isn't it?
0: He? He's all yeah, action. He's, everywhere. Yeah. he's all action. Now, before we move on to preview the Fulham versus Wolves game, we've got a message from one of our partners at football prizes. So, Dave, how'd you uh, how'd you like the sound of winning the chance of uh or, or having the chance of winning a 2023 22-23 Wolves squad signed and framed Wolves home shirt? That sound good? Sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, that that look lovely, yeah.
0: Yeah, and if I told you it was £3.95 to enter, what would you say? I'd
1: be like, give me five tickets, please. Five, <laughs> five
0: tickets, sir. <to> <laughs> So, yeah, so you can, you can enter the competition from a 2022-23 Wolves squad signed and framed Wolves home shirt. It was £3.95 to enter. As well as the main squad signed shirt, every ticket purchase gives you an additional nine chances of winning a prize in the competition. The other prizes are a Nelson Semedo signed and framed Wolves montage. George, sound good? It sounds like it could go right above the
2: fireplace, mate, to be honest. Last on the <laughs> mantelpiece. What do you think the <laughs> missus
0: would say about a Nelson Semedo montage?
2: I think she'd be like, I don't know. I think she'd be mesmerised. I, I, she
0: well. <laughs> I think she would as well. Not only that, there's a, there's a, uh, there, I believe there's another eight five pound football prize site credits to be won as well. So it's a maximum 149 tickets for the prize. So go to footballprizes.co.uk or the link in the description to take a look. Competition ends Wednesday at 7:30 PM, and it's three pound ninety five to enter. But then, chaps, Fulham versus Wolves under the lights at Craven Cottage, uh, renovated Craven Cottage on Friday night. Dave, they're in form. However, Wolves are actually the form side going into this. I know the position's in the table, may suggest otherwise, but it's a, it's a real tough game. Probably a game that at the start of the season, we earmarked as one, would go there and win.
1: Yeah, be, they're doing really well. Really, I think they're yeah. sixth in the table, aren't they, right now as we speak? So doing really well, um, which surprised me. I thought they'd s- struggle or probably be you know in a similar position to where we are right now, so fair play to them. Um, and Marco Silva, I think, has finally found a job where you know things are going his way. I- I'm sure he had a moan in the summer as well about lack of signings and stuff, so mm. fair fair play to him. But I think you know, Joao Polinha has been phenomenal signing for them, frustratingly. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, they're doing well, but I, I thought we gave them a pretty good game at the start of the season. We arguably could have gone and, and won it. I know Jose Sarr made the save uh, for Mitrovic's penalty. Um, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. I think, you know, if we can get three points there, last weekend's game against Bournemouth will all be forgotten.
0: George, how do you line up for this game? Do you go four four two? I don't
2: know. You know, it's quite difficult, isn't it? I think you've got to respect them as a, as a good team and I think I think that probably Marco Silva for me unless unless Arteta wins the league of Arsenal's manager of the season comfortably in the Premier League if you're asking me I think he's done absolute wonders with them I think they're like I say they're I, anytime I've watched them on TV I've not been impressed with them and I mean that in a way of I don't feel like they are a team that are you know going to play up such yeah. yeah no but they are very functional and under Nuno that's what we were weren't we just very good on the break and you know when they got Mitch, Mitch up front and the, there is a chance he might not play on Friday miss the weekend you know give him half a chance he's going to put it in the back of the net so I think they've been very functional I think it's a winnable game still um, we're just going to go there and play with a bit of confidence like you say I think if we go and beat Fulham Bournemouth gets forgotten about very quickly and um, all those sort of doubters. Um, if it's going down, they all vanish all, all of a sudden overnight. But look, it's going to be a tricky game. It's one of my—I'm not there on Friday, but it is probably my favourite away ground in in the whole country. Um, I think it's crap. Night. I do. <clears throat> I, I disagree. I love it. I do. I think it's awesome. Um, but eight o'clock on a Friday night It's not going to do anyone any favours, is it? So.
0: Nah. Everyone raves about Fulham away, and I just think it's crap. Every oh, every man. London away, day is crap for me.
1: I've never, I've never done Fulham. That's what I said this year. I want to do all the away games that, that I haven't done, and then I looked Fulham, London, Friday night. No, nah, you're right. And not not every <laughs> London away game. That's that's most a, yeah, are. I just, Getting yeah, most. London are. And travelling around London is a is a ball like
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, it it, it, it will be a, a tough game. But Dave Lamina uh, suspension is no longer in uh, force. Does he come straight back into the team?
1: Yeah, I think so. Probably for Moutinho, unless Lopetegui does his crazy Nunes left wing experiment again. But yeah, probably for Moutinho for me, and it'll be a, a welcome addition back to the team. Um, we need that little bit of stealing. It'll be a really intriguing midfield battle between sort of Neves, Nunes and Lamina, and obviously, you know, Palinja for, for Fulham as well. So really intrigued to see what happens.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of players that they've got that necessarily didn't think would would uh, would hit the heights that they have. I mean, like Williams having like an Indian summer, he's yeah, playing unbelievable. Yeah, Teddy at yeah. full at fullbacks, good. Tim Ream as well, like I've been really with him this season. Harris, it's Harrison Reed, isn't it? The centre-mid as well. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got the you know on paper you'd probably say we've got a better squad, but they are they're doing it exceptionally well. And I think it's testament to to Marco Silva really and. It must be great being a full fan at the minute. It must feel like we felt in the um, in in the first season. But I can't help but feel it's just the kind of symbolises just how poor the Premier League's been this season. Apart from the top two, and even and um, Man City haven't been in the top four. I, I think I think it's been it's uh, it's been pretty poor. But Dave, if I were to push you for a prediction, <sighs> think it could, uh,
1: one-one draw,
0: not a one-one win.
1: No, yeah yeah no um uh, you know i would also take an adama last minute winner like we saw um a couple of years ago when we were in a similar sort of position to, to where we are now that um, basically
0: meant we were safe that game weren't it we were also yeah yeah, yeah we
1: were, it right was right that now. was a massive massive one but yeah 1-1 draw um so, with you saying that not a 1-1 win i was talking to someone about this back in the day we used to go to the casino in wolverhampton there was this woman that would come in and she'd go, Can I have five pounds on red and five pounds on black, please? And the guy just looked at her like what? So every time you spin it, she was, other than when it obviously landed on green, she was yeah, winning yeah, every yeah. time. She she thought she was boring. I thought you are know, literally going nowhere. So yeah. <laughs> one one draw. Not one one win, sorry.
0: They yeah, keep you occupied for hours that would. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, prediction? Um,
2: I've just got a sneaky feeling about us. And I don't and I don't know why. Um I'm
0: gonna go 2 0
2: and I'm gonna go with the Craig Dawson double.
0: Oh my god. That's like me in the standard in 1 0 9 yeah, for Collins. 1 0 9 for yeah. Collins. Every yeah. corner. No,
2: I I genuinely think though, like, like watching Dawson attack like both set PC I've never seen. I reckon he's world class attacking a, a corner.
0: Oh, across. he's unbelievable, yeah. He's
2: literally, he's like fucking the Hulk. He's right? not the biggest double, though, is he? Yeah. yeah. He just attack, like he just attacks every ball, doesn't he? Like, I'm just every time it goes near, i think, fucking go on, <laughs> I'm just like, come on, yeah. snot it in. Yeah. um, yeah. so yeah, let's go crazy. I brought him in
0: my fantasy football team as well for the double game week, so I need some goals. Dear. Yeah, well, George, you say there that you, you, you fancy us, yeah. perhaps that uh, go go some way towards explaining your bet mate team. So, the bet mate pot for this game is five pound. In for your chance to win the share of five hundred pounds, it's the Fulham versus Wolves pot, and also for this game there will be a free pot for freebie February. So make sure you go and check that out. But well, that won't be live up until an hour before kickoff. So make sure you go and have a look at that. And of course, with it being an hour until kickoff, you've got up until five minutes before kickoff to change your teams. But, George, let's start with you. If you fancy Wolves, talk us through your betmate team and why this is going to finish top of the league.
2: So. Again, I think with Mitrovic potentially being out, it's a big, big miss for them guys. And I've gone heavy on the Wolves players. Um, so I've got Jose Sore and Craig Dawson, and Max Kilman. Again, five minutes before kickoff, I do quite fancy either Bueno or Aitnari, and that probably will be for Kilman. But we'll wait and see because Lopetegui still doesn't know which of them two prefers at the moment either. Um, I've got Ruben Neves captain. I've gone Mario Lamina, vice captain, to get some interceptions and some uh, uh, tackles. Bobby Reid as my Fulham player and Pablo Sarabia um, to shut the haters up and give a big shush to all those Twitter knobheads.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dave, talk me through your team, mate.
1: I've probably broken most betmate rules here because I've gone like really 50 50 with my team. I'm um, good I've gone with Saar in goal as vice captain. But, well. Um Issa Diop and Nelson senado as my two defenders. Palinha in the middle as my captain because he's he's a little bit like Enzo, he just gets you the points, doesn't he? Neves next to him. And I've gone with uh Solomon for Fulham up top, alongside a Dharma Troyore. Yeah, so uh yeah, it's a bit of a 50-50 split there, but I think I might get, you know, closer to the time, a little bit like the Liverpool game. Pulled up on the car park if I'm changing this to all walls. And that's when I win the money. So, hopefully, I get one of those feelings before this game as well.
0: Hopefully, mate. I've gone with Leno in goal, Robinson and Semedo at the back. I just think they're going to be up and down, all action. Up and down the wing. Uh, Ruben Neves, Ejia <laughs> Pena in the middle. Again, similar to what you've said, Interceptions. And then Sarabia and Treore up top. I think Treore's got an assist in him, and Sarabia does his work defensively. So I'm hoping he can score me a few points there. Um Vice Captain Neves and Captain Pena because his five game average is always ridiculous. Um so I'm hoping he can score me a few points. But same with you, Dave, really. I've gone against all what we know. We bet, mate. Well, 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 George teaches us the Messiah and we've gone for a mix. <laughs> we'll have to see, we'll have to see what it's like. Uh, at the end of uh, at the end of the game on Friday to see whose who's tactics have, have uh, reaped the most rewards. But just a reminder of the pot, it's £5 in for your chance to win a share of £500, which is a full and V-Wolves pot. Don't forget the free pot for freebie February. And of course, with all this, please gamble away. Right then, chaps, moving on to the questions. So, thanks for those who sent in their questions on Twitter. Brad Bagnall has asked Do you think Adama, Adama, Adama I can't speak today. i, speak today. <laughs> I, I got the Dave as a <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Adama does more harm than good when he starts? I think he makes us more one dimensional and weakens our attack, as everything seems to go through him when he starts, Dave. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mentioned that very similar earlier on, and I don't think it's necessarily his fault. I think the players always look towards him because it, they almost know he can get them up the pitch a little bit quicker. Um, but it does sort of almost take me back a little bit to sort of Nuno's final months um, in charge, because that's all we tended to do, give it to Adama and, and cross your fingers. Um, so I think he does in a, in a sense, but I don't think that's his fault. Um but well, I do like him when he comes. Obviously, I'd like him when he comes off the bench, and I think you know it was a good example um, over the last few weeks. Southampton, in particular, he came off the bench and made a real difference.
0: George, do you think Adama makes Wolves too one-dimensional from the start? I think
2: echoing what Dave said, I think a little bit, yeah, and it's not his fault, but yeah, because I feel like is that much of a outlet that you sort of just naturally just try and get the ball out to him as quickly as possible and. It's the same as, like, when, you know, back in the day when someone have launched Peter Crouch on or Jan Benegor or Do you know, these big lumps in the yeah. and you start going direct. Like, you almost play to his strengths, which then almost makes you become one-dimensional and quite easy to read. And like I said earlier in this pod, for me, I think we're a better team when Trorah comes off the bench as a bit of a finisher as such and, and comes and stretches the game late on. So,
0: yeah, I, I would agree with that he does make it a little bit, yeah, too one-dimensional for to me. Jake Walker has asked, "How many points do you think we get from the next three games? They look very tough to me. Next three games are Fulham away, Liverpool at home, Spurs at uh, Liverpool away, and Spurs at home. Jordan, how many points do you think we'll get from that?" I think we'll do well to get four.
2: Um, I'll, I'll say four because I said we we're going to beat Fulham, and I don't mm. think I think Tottenham or jekyll and hyde is anything. As you know, you there yeah. could be you know depends what Spurs turn up. Liverpool look like they've just started to turn a corner a little bit in the last couple of performances. But I do feel like we're playing at a decent time as well because they've obviously got Champions League commitments as well. So they might have their eye off, off it a little bit. But I do feel like they're starting to, to purr a little bit like they
0: used to. Dave, how many points for the next three?
1: Yeah, I think three or four as well. Besides all we lose to you know, um, Fulham and then do the yeah, other do two, two. but Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'd take four, I think, at the moment.
0: Oh, I think Liverpool are starting to turn a little bit of a corner as well.
1: Again, again, some of the, the big the boys right back as well, aren't they? Yeah. So,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like we played Liverpool about twelve times already this this calendar year. Yeah, <laughs> the it's
2: gonna race. be like it's gonna
0: be four in six weeks, isn't it? Roughly, no, seven. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Enough. Enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, <laughs> will you be going to Anfield cheering on the Reds? Yeah, the
2: mighty reds. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I, I, I will not be in the wolves end this end, and I'm taking my pal with me. So, I'll, he'll be on his best behaviour. Don't you worry.
0: He's a cop, he's an year old man.
2: Yeah, so he was just, he was a glory hunter from the seventies. He's self confessed. You know that that's what it, that's how it started. But to be fair, he goes up. He goes to the games. He's better than these that are just spout shit online and yeah. you know don't go. He actually does go. To be fair mm. to him, so I can't really. He's a bit of a glory hunter, but. He,
0: yeah, to be fair, that well. was like that was like Finn though. He only started game the first season of Nuno in charge. So, <laughs> so. see how
2: that does it when he's not here to defend himself. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stafford Rangers fan before, yeah. But obviously, when, when they got rid of Bully, he was like, I can't support them anymore, and he picked four, so yeah. It happens, doesn't it? Like you know, you, you know when you're when you're young, you're easier, more impressionable. So can't blame him. Um, Rebel Juice has asked, time to give Costa a run up front again, Dave?
1: I think we need somebody, whether it be Raul or Costa. Um, I think Raúl still got something. He's obviously not as good as what he was before, but I think the slander after we'd just beaten Liverpool was absolutely ridiculous for him. Um, so, Ra- Raul or Diego Costa, I think if you want to give Costa, you know, 50, 60 minutes and see where we are at in the game... Um then fair enough but he, he, we need some sort of outlet up there we need something Um Cheshire Oaks yeah have a good CD <laughs> a bit of a bist, <laughs> Village
0: up top Bister, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number nine MacArthur Glen <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, do you know Jimenez looks ill I think he looks he looked very pale and he's getting get on a nine minute holidays George is it time for Costa to step up um
2: only if it means Kunya's still playing so i only think i only think i I think kunya's a better option up front than them two still as number 9 if you know what i mean yeah. i hope that makes yeah. sense like, i'd rather just play Cun- keep persevering with kunya than play you know mean dropping him to play one of them two i think you can play costrup up front kunya off the wing or behind and sarabia you know yeah i i don't mind seeing it as long as it's not to the detriment of sarabia or kunya coming out of the team at the minute what happens with Pedant at the minute? Do you play Pedant? If you well, speak- then, he went from being like he was the Jan- He was player of the month in January, and then I think he's yeah. been injured. And then again, like his performance when he come off the bench on the weekend reminded me of. You know when he come like off on the bench off the bench against Albion away in lockdown after his injury, he was fucking awful. I'm like, okay. you don't look it for- Just I was just what's the point? You know what? There was no point. You might as well stayed on the on the massage. Table. I, don't, I don't understand why you put the goal. Come on the pitch, uh, and he's one that he's one that you know does polar opinion. I still think Pedence is one of our better players. Very creative. Some of his flicks. they oh, Dave got banned, oh, blocked for him, didn't he? For mm, saying, yeah. Which is fair as well. He's absolutely. I do not want to see him um, in
0: a wall shirt again. But
2: no, no. Yeah. But I, I think I still think Pedence is in our best eleven. If, if, yeah,
0: you know. yeah. i would say so. Yeah. But
2: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Who knows? Ben Curtis and and, and various others others have asked about where we stand on the Sarabia slander. I feel like we've we've covered that in in, in previous questions. I think it's a a little bit unjust. Richard Fletcher has asked the Wolves... Richard Fletcher always asks really good questions. So thanks, Richard. Always very detailed. So thanks for sending them in, mate. The Wolves fall into the trap of always buying the same profile of players. We seem to have brought numerous trinco clones in recent years. Whilst Cunha and Srabi are making good, what we really need was a proper number nine goal scorer. I'm going to flip that and ask... Obviously, Dave, the club have identified as Cunha as... The number nine, the out and out number nine. Are, are we just not seeing it, or are thirty thousand fans wrong and the club's right? Or
1: yeah, I think it's frustrating because you've seen since
0: you spent forty million pound on him as well.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say they've like seen him. since um, the year, the month, the year we'd signed. You know, Nuno's last year, song William, Jose, he was gash. We get into that summer and did we we didn't sign a striker last year, did we under Bruno Large? So we had to sort of persist with uh an untested and unfit Raul Jimenez still and obviously Fabio Silva. And then this summer with Cyclysic, which obviously went horribly wrong. So I still think you know they are this summer they attempted it. They tried to get somebody in, someone completely different to, to what we have been. But I, I think like George said earlier, we've got to survive this year and then this summer they have to do it because Diego Costa will go. I think Jimenez will go. I still don't think Cunha is the answer. Like I said earlier, he's not gonna he's not gonna score the goals. I think it's gonna be very, very difficult to find a striker that's gonna get us 15, 20 goals a season. I think we still need to start relying on other areas of the pitch to score goals. I think you need the goals from Sarabia, from Adama, from Pedence a little bit more. Um but it is it is baffling that they're not going out for an out and out striker. I think you know, so even someone like Yacarezi, we mentioned a couple of times throughout January, would have been a, a safer bet. I think.
0: Mm. You're not you're not a fan of William Jose. Oh mate, he
1: would I, I was excited when he first joined. He's I thought he had
0: something. I forgot we had that involved. Um, yeah, he, he was a
1: he was a poor poor player. He was. He was. Jordan, we've got David Luiz sent off us. so happy days. And Arsenal fans and, still talk about it to this oh day. Oh, God. Lord, to this day. It's definitely a, a, a red card as well. But, George, um,
0: are are most Wolves fans wrong in the club, right, in identifying Cunha as that out and out number nine? It could be that it, it, we want to play a different different way next season and they've just got Cunha in because of no other clubs were, we're interested and in it. it's almost like they've brought it forward, of transfer window.
2: Yeah, I don't think the club have necessarily got it wrong. I think it's back to what I said earlier on, where I see him as a bit as a Firmino type mm. of striker, a bit of a false nine. and then. But I just don't think we've got the profile of winger inside forward, whatever you want to call them, that literally just go in behind and do that in into out runs and just go and do that often enough. So I think he could be in a different sort of system. Um, again, I think we've that the colours to the mass. So be our flag to the mass should say that I think he's in more of a 10 or outplay him off the wing. Um, yeah, it's tough. Like, you know, who do we get? Like, that's the other thing. Like, who who do we go and get as, a, as our, like, focal point as a striker? It's so difficult We're mm-hmm. spending a lot of money. I was having this chat on the weekend, and we would never get him. So, like, I'm not saying we should be in for him in the summer. But, oh, like... Oh, God. No, no, no. It's going to be a bit outlandish. But I was having this chat, and, like, the sort of profile of player I think would suit us is someone like Richarlison. He's not playing every minute at Tottenham. And I'm not saying we're getting him, we're to continue squirming. But that type of player him. with 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 a around him would work, in my opinion. I
0: disagree. I think he's similar to Cunya. <laughs> <Do> you really? <laughs> I think he's best off the left.
2: I don't know. Oh, like that. a
1: Rashford. Yeah, uh, um, not, not signing Rashford. Sorry, yeah. I meant like he, he's based uh, all playing in my I'm imagine, bringing back I'm sort of 2018, 2019. Imagine if he was signing in 2019. Wow, like... yeah. <laughs> who started that rumor? I don't know, but uh, but then Tim Nash came on that uh, on the channel and said it was actually a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't I moment. was very naive back then because somebody told me and I, I took it in very good favour and tweeted out about it and I got pelts <laughs> about
0: Marcus Rashford yeah do you reckon he'd start for us yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll surely get
0: him. Get him behind Huang. To be fair, <laughs> I like Huang. The Huang slander is unjust. He's been. He's uh, been nice. better under Laporte. I'm just
1: trying to think of a generic winger for some time. That's okay, mate.
0: Miles has asked you agree. Nunez is slowing the game down when he gets the ball, and uh, we end up playing to his tempo, which is too slow. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't. I'm really sh- Yeah, and I don't necessarily
2: I
1: don't think slows us down that much. No, he may I go backwards that... maybe once or twice, but I think he he drives up the pitch more than anything. A lot of Nunes go backwards. A lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do think we get. I do think we get into the territory though
2: now with Nunes, and I think he's an unbelievably talented, fo- talented footballer. But I do think we get into that territory now of has he actually been worth the money we've spent on him? That you know, in terms of goal contributions. I know a lot of people are very much... Nunes is the best thing since sliced bread. I really like him as well. But the conversation has got to start soon, surely.
1: I'll tell you, though. I can tell you, I will predict what will happen right now. We're selling to Liverpool or whoever in the summer. Similar sort of, you know, price. You know, make a bit of money. Exactly the same thing that we said with Jota. Saying, oh, yeah, good player, but not really worked out at Wolves. And he goes on to be a very, very decent footballer at Liverpool. You
0: know what territory I think we're in? I think, ex-partner territory where we know there's a very good chance that he's not going to be at the end of the season. And we're just thinking, that is crap anyway. He yeah. it was, it, it was yeah. shit in bed. I didn't like it. Are we talking? You know, you know talking, what I mean? It's, like,
1: it's Morgan Gibbs-White territory, this is. It is. Oh, crap. For, I'll, I'll, Morgan Gibbs-White. I'll, drive him, very, very I'll drive him there, yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll drive him there, did, myself. Forty million him Because he quid. Because he did this... Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah.
2: oh, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near driving there myself I'm just thinking like, <laughs> there's going to be a time very shortly that there's a conversation to be had about actual goal contributions, value for money pound for pound are we getting the Nunes that we thought we were getting and I don't, I'm sort of starting to think we're not now I think it's starting to be a bit of a disappointment almost it's verging on starting to go that way, anyway. Just, I'll just put your cock on the block, mate, and say it. You're disappointed. No, I'm not. No, because I'm. But I very much put my opinions out there. Like I'm not there yet. I <laughs> think nice there's a to conversation put... to be had. I do yeah. think there's a conversation <laughs> to be had, though, because it's like,
1: you know, like I just, I don't I'll know. I'm it. just
2: expecting more.
1: Like I do. If I more. If Liverpool offered fifty mil now, George, would you take
2: it? Up front, yeah. No, well, don't know, yeah. yeah, I, so I, I think, I think, so, yeah. I think, I think you do. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Think, I don't mean you. Yeah. I don't, think you, I don't mean you get fifty million for him though.
0: Right now, I've got an idea. Go on. Grab I've got an idea. Yeah, go Sell Nunes for fifty-five million. Here we go. Get the... Get, get the next train down to Bristol. Put thirty million pound on the table for Alex Scott. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a
1: bit of profit. I think his asking prices come down. You know, has it? Have you inquired? I think so. Yeah. Twenty. No, it's in the news. Yeah, I don't wear Nigel Pearson. Yeah,
0: you are an. Ostrich. I think he'll.
1: I think he'll be at Wolves in the summer, Alex Scott.
0: I think he's very similar he's to Innes as well. but he be ball. Uh, mm. <laughs> so we move. We move. That you heard, <laughs> heard it there, Force. When uh, when MSN are quoting Talking Wolves podcast, George Russell. Yeah. Nunes is oh, a disappointment, yeah. not worth the money. <laughs> yeah,
1: Quavering trying to think his <laughs> Yeah, really appreciate talking walls. for get really appreciate get talking walls for getting the Roman Sayce interview, but but Jordan yeah. Russell's opinion it's a, here is yeah, horrific yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Jordan Russell's an arid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Talk shite. Something else. Um, <laughs> Howling Wolf has asked, "Do you find it easier anal- analysing a match you've attended in person rather than one watched on TV? Do you ever watch a match a second time? And if so, do you ever change your opinion? Is your opinion influenced by your Talking Wolves colleagues?" Um, uh, I don't know. You know, like I think on TV you see a bit more of the bigger picture, um, especially when you when you see it's a shit. Um, but I very rarely I very rarely watch the game back. I don't know about I don't know about you guys. I I think in terms of influence by Talking Wolves colleagues, no, but it's a sounding board. If we were to put like Neves was shit at the weekend in the group chat, we'll all be like, What game are you watching? But it's more yeah. of a sounding board, isn't it? Yeah. Do you guys ever watch watch games back or find it easier watching it in person?
2: what well, I do watch them back
0: sometimes
2: when it's because so, I think it's quite hard you sort of do get swallowed into it all don't you at a game and you sort of miss things and unless you're sitting in like the Steve Bull Upper or the Billy Wright upper for me you you don't get that full view like I, I like yeah. to sort of watch it almost like 2D Classic on FM and start watching yeah. see patterns of play and stuff Um, I don't think we get influenced by each other though do we? Like I, I think we reactionally put stuff in like WhatsApp or Twitter yeah. and sort of we'll talk like but I don't think yeah I, I think it would be boring if you all
1: agreed anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes, I think we have a very similar outlook on football anyway. We'll disagree with smaller things but the overall picture is, you know, we, we you know look at things fairly similar. I, in terms of analysing a match, I think it's always easier on TV because you do have the benefit of replays and so on for key events there have been often where we would do a reaction or a video outside the stadium after a game and well, I didn't see it. pick up on something <laughs> and then people are like what are you want about like you know
0: yeah
1: um so that that has happened before I think obviously with the replays, it's always always better but I very rarely watch games back I've watched the maybe watch the highlights but I've not watched a single minute of other than the Wolves game I haven't watched any of the Premier League highlights from Saturday uh, or anything uh back at all but um yeah I, don't, I very rarely watch the games but i need to use take advantage more of the wolves tv thing on the website because that is a criminally underused uh platform that they've got on there you can watch minutes from most most of our if not all of our premier league games and click a player and pick out all these passes and stuff like it's an analyst stream that website is so if people haven't already you should definitely check that out
0: yeah, we could probably do like a um, maybe get George to come and do some tactical analysis. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, that I, handy. Think
1: I, I think we'll be copyrighted by another uh, Wolf
2: channel, won't we? Yeah, good. yeah, I don't
0: know. Nice.
2: moving
0: on, no. <laughs> you won't, we won't be able to do stuff like that. that would be in terms always Wolf fan
1: TV, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we won't be able to do stuff. Maybe I, I, I'd, I'd like to, I don't feel like my knowledge is good enough though to. Slow down and pick apart a game. I really Have to get don't. Joe Parker on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. chief <laughs> chief international scout Joe Parker. If anyone follows him on Twitter, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 scouted one Pretty game bad. and now think thinks he's the uh, the next the next big thing. But it's you know what, like it, it, that course, I know we're going off topic a little bit, but it's mad how like you can. You can get into like scouting and quite easily start going to games and getting paid for it. Yeah. Uh, it, it does interest me, but like it, it doesn't interest me when he's going to like Leighton Orient versus bloody Arsene of Nowhere FC on a Wednesday night. Like if he was, uh, if you do it locally, room, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, even yeah, you watch it TV, but,
2: yeah. yeah. So, say if you're in that profession, surely you can get the video sent to you as well. Other games, surely you can get the
0: 90 minute.
1: I think of the he white does scout get quite a few. Class.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think with with the course, he gets access to white scout anyway. But it definitely interests me. But it's just a lot. It's a lot of time, isn't it? And you'd want you'd want to be like almost building reports on like big games with like players that you can identify quite easily. I'd imagine quite a lot of those players at that level are all quite samey in terms a lot like quite limited. So mm. I'd try and pick out well, and then perhaps if someone's good then they maybe be able to shine but anyway we're going off tangent that's all for today <laughs> folks um hope you've enjoyed it I have hopefully we can uh we can be talking next week about uh, a wolves coming back back into form with a win over Fulham I'm not sh- too sure whether they're gonna do it but I certainly hope they do. Dave where can people find you should they wish
1: it's at Dave as a party on uh Twitter uh and Instagram and obviously the old
0: where can people find you
2: yeah, Jordan 7, Twitter, Instagram, and Jordan Russell on LinkedIn, as Dave just
0: said. Wonderful stuff. M Cooper writes on Twitter, Matt Cooper bites on Twitter and YouTube. We are talking Wolves across all socials. Of course, the most important one out of all those is LinkedIn. Don't forget the BetMate pot, £5 in for your chance to win £500 on the Fulham versus Wolves pot. And don't forget the free pot for Phoebe February. Again, won't be, on, won't be live until an hour before kickoff. But until next time, enjoy yourselves. If you like the video, let us know. Subscribe if you know. And safe travels down to Fulham on Friday and take care.